Girl, I I was I was over it when he was like he called her a goddess and then banged her on the nasty floor. I'm like, I don't think you should be banging goddesses on the floor. She could at least be on the counter. That was it for me. That was it for me. Welcome to the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club girls who don't always agree, but do enjoy a good book discussion. I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. And I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. Grab your favorite beverage and come and enjoy our universe. Greek mythology and English majors. <laughs> okay, Dawn has shared with me before her dislike for Greek mythology retellings, and a lot of it sometimes has to do with like Hades and Persephone, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this one, I did a little bit of research because I had no idea that Eros is technically Cupid. I did not know that. Like, I did not know any of this. Okay. So. The, story, the original Greek mythology story of Psyche and Cupid is not as glamorous as this book that we just read. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> so the story is, is that Psyche is so beautiful that the jealous Venus 
commands her son Cupid to make her fall in love with like an ugly man because she is so astonishingly beautiful that she feels as though she needs to be punished. But lo and behold, what happens is Cupid basically falls in love with her and there's a whole bunch of um, Venus trying to kill her and Zeus finally declares that Cupid could um, fall in love and marry Psyche and then Psyche is like given immortality. Okay. So, that's a little bit of backstory with those two Greek mythology people. Because they're not technically, like, she's not technically a goddess. (laughs) Did you like that? Yeah. (laughs) She's not technically a goddess. So, um, which makes it interesting because the way that Robert sets up Olympus is that, like, the original Zeus... Aphrodite, Apollo, all of them, like, you have to basically, like, kill the first one to become that person. Like, so it's not, they're not, like, the same original people. However, some of them have been reigning for quite some time because they're just nasty and devious. So, anyway. (laughs) A little bit of backstory. Um, So, John, what would you rate this book? Uh, I gave it a three. Kind of a reluctant three, to be honest. A reluctant three? A reluctant three. I gave it a three, seven, five. And I will say this because I am just eating up, like, super quick, easy reads. I was there for it. Like, and I will explain, like, why. But I enjoyed it enough to pick up the third one that was out. Yeah, you did. And I read that book in a day. Wow. <laughs> so, these are really quick reads. Um, so, yeah, let's get started with our dislikes. Um, I can go first. Okay. You know, this whole, like, it's, <laughs> I wasn't super sold on Aphrodite, who is Eros's mom, who is technically supposed to be Venus, if you will, in the real Greek mythology telling. I wasn't sold on her vengefulness mm-hmm. to take out Psyche as much. Um, because to me, it just screamed like Snow White vibes. Like, she's the fairest in the land, and I need to be the fairest in the land, and you need to cut out her heart and bring it to me. Like, that's what I felt Okay. With that. So... Yeah, Uh, that was my main dislike. It's like these ladies, Aphrodite and uh, Demeter. What's her name? Yeah. Demeter. Demeter. They're set up Mm -hmm. as these villains. And it would be great if they were actually written as villains, but they're not. It's a lot of tell and there's no show, which is unfortunate because I think they could be really good villains. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I missed the reason why they hate each other. Is it just because they're jockeying for power? Is that the only reason why Demeter and Aphrodite hate each other? Well, because Demeter is lower. She's not a goddess. Yeah. Per se. Like, her daughters are not goddess daughters. Like, they... She is, but I think how they were sired does not make them goddesses. Yeah. I think I remember. It's because... I think it's because Demeter is playing matchmaker, but that's Aphrodite's job. And so she feels like Demeter is coming for her job. I think that's Well, that is. and, you know, she, Demeter helped take out the last Zeus. So Aphrodite was, was pissed about that. Okay. 
<laughs> she had plans for that, you know. But yeah, I, I agree. These women are supposed to be these like big, you know, crazy villains in the story. And I feel like, um, who is it? The the spy? What's the spy's name? That's Hermes? supposed to be like. Her, there you go, Hermes. I feel like Hermes is a greater villain if you were going to team a villain because, you know, then they are. Um, Hermes is supposed to be the messenger and whatever, and I love that it's a girl <laughs> versus a guy that's Hermes. Anyway, um, but yeah, I wasn't sold on it. Nope, that was my main dislike. And I also don't like that Aphrodite doesn't even like show her wrath until like almost halfway through like she's barely on the page and she's the main antagonist and she's right. hardly on the page what the hell is that yeah I felt like her son Eros is like literally seen at I think it's Eros is that how you're supposed to pronounce it I just say Eros I don't know okay <laughs> we're probably butchering all these names um I right um, but I feel like he is more like cunning and like dirty with killing people than they are. Like you see more of him struggling with that inner being versus them. So I was just like, why are you running from your mom? Like, what did she do to you? <laughs> like, should we feel sorry for you? Anyway, no, he's a little um, bitch. The whole, what is it? Um, I did not like that every, like, 30 to 40 pages, we were constantly being reminded how much he was a monster. That was a little, like, we get it. Like, I was I was having flashbacks with Twilight when Edward says, so the lion fell in love with the lamb, and I was like, oh. <laughs> That's true. That's so like, true. one of those things. I was just like, okay, like, you've, you've killed him being a monster too much now. Like, like now I'm like, ew, I'm not, no, I don't feel sorry for you. Just get over it. Yeah, and once again, we're being told that he's a monster. We don't really get to see him kill anybody. We don't get to see the monster. I'm trying to think of an example of where... The guy is a, like a ruthless killer, but he's lovable and or misunderstood is probably a better word for it. But I can't think of one. And I'll think of one eventually. But yeah, I had that too. It's like either set that up in the first book. That could have been the perfect opportunity to set Eros up in the first book. Or at somewhere along the way, have her walking in on him snapping necks or something. I don't know. But don't just keep telling us. Or he's just telling a story of what he's done. Or like you said, just constantly telling the reader, I'm a monster. I'm a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't touch me. I'm like, I don't like yeah. where this is going. But it turned it it turned around. But It was borderline cringy for a little bit there. I was like, ew, no no, I don't not for that I'm not for that (laughs) yeah because it was true though it's like oh I can't kill you so here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna make it so we're in a relationship so there you go like okay 
but don't touch me. Like, who's walking in on you in your crazy, secured villa? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, let's see. I was not... The whole, like... And this is just kind of... This is just me. The world building in this series is not good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It's, like, bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be very invested in your characters. And I will say, like, I was there for it because she does do an okay job of, like, keeping you invested in the characters' world and whatever they're doing. So, like, you could bypass the world building. But for me, I was, like, hoping, because this was the second book, that we were going to see more of this modern-day Olympus and, like, all of that. Um, and I didn't get I didn't get that. Yeah, I'm trying to picture it. And they like to say, this is the warehouse district. This is the meat district. As this we're in New York and there's like different districts. And I'm trying to picture it, but I can't figure out how big it is. Is it as big as Cleveland or is it as big as New York City? I don't know. I I can't picture the city. I'm just I'm just picturing a generic city with skyscrapers and parks. And then mm-hmm. a skid row mm-hmm. or something. Um, and I also can't picture how to yeah. get to the underworld. Is it just crossing a bridge and you just are in the underworld? You don't actually go down. It's just like a bridge. Yeah. Right? I think it's a bridge to to it, yeah. Um, I, had a, I had a map because the third book has a map in it of what it looks like. And I was like... Oh, we, we wait till book oh, three to that. do that? Um, well, I didn't. I don't know if book two has it because I I listened to it. I listened to it on audio, so it might have in there. But book three, I saw it and I was like, "Well, there they all are. There's oh. all their towers. There's all their districts. Cool. Like, <laughs> it looks like a smaller city, like Cleveland. Okay. In my opinion, I've never been to Cleveland. But by I- the way, I'm just guessing it's small. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Ohio. <laughs> well, we okay. <laughs> What's do you have another dislike at all? Um, I have mostly um well I um, I I wasn't really feeling these two. I didn't really like Eros. Oh, uh, Psyche was fine. She was okay. I didn't I didn't really care about Eros. He was kind of I mean, I know he's supposed to be, oh, my mommy. I have to do what my mommy tells me because I'm a little bitch. Like, I, oh, okay, fine. He was a little too similar to Hades. And I'm like, can we get somebody, like, really different in book two? I don't want to read a subset of a character that I just read. I don't want to read that. And he did not add anything new except for he's hot and blonde instead of hot and brunette. Okay. Um... I wasn't feeling their romance. I don't think the sex in these books are great. They're kind of repetitive. I'm like, can we do something other than missionary? It's boring. It's boring. You didn't have enough when you read the first one in his, like, sex room, basically. (laughs) I mean, the only thing that made that the sex in that book interesting is because they were in front of people. 
other than that it was just missionary and finger banging that's all it was And I don't read enough erotica to know if is this the limit? I don't I don't know. Is there other things, other positions that they put in erotica? I don't know. I don't really read it. I mean I think we've read other positions. <laughs> but this one, yes, it was it wasn't as like spicy if you will. That it was okay. I wasn't there. I wasn't totally sold on the spice. How many peppers are you giving it? Ooh, we're going to do pepper rating. Mm, I think you're going to put like a three. Really? Out of how many? Like a three out of five. Oh, five. Like a three out of five peppers. Because, you know, there there's intimacy, but it doesn't reach the next level where I'm like, do it again. Like. <laughs> Girl, I, I, was, I was over it when... He was like, he called her a goddess and then banged her on the nasty floor. I'm like, I don't think you should be banging goddesses on the floor. She could at least be on the counter. That was it for me. That was it for me. <laughs> what like, five do we read? Do talk about this? What five did we read? Well, I think Moss's books are close to fives. Oh, okay. I'm all for their booty times. Well, all I haven't for it. read... I've only really read Throne of Glass. I haven't really read her adult. Don't give me that look. Give me giving you that look? <laughs> you missing out. <laughs> I know. Day, she's looking on this one. I, I read Crescent City for booty time and I didn't really get it. So I gave up. No, no. You need to go back to Kotar and you need to read that. Like I've been telling you. Because you need it in your life. I don't like her character it. development. I'm sorry. I don't like it. Well, then, you know what? You will never see a five. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll never see a five. <laughs> anyway, we got sidetracked there. Yeah. Um, I have just nitpicks. Okay. Do you have a nitpick? Um, I have, have a, a couple. I got a couple. Okay. You ready for nitpicking time? Um, Yeah. Snipping in time. Sure? Yeah. In time. Um, I I was not for the fake marriage trope. I wasn't. I know some people like that trope. That's not my favorite trope. And I was borderline okay with the falling in love with your intended kill thing. You know, like someone that plays with their food. You're <laughs> supposed to eat it. But yet, we're gonna love it and keep it with us. Like, <laughs> well, you know how I feel about that trope. I fucking hate it. Yeah. yeah. But once again, this book is too similar to the first book. So the first book was fake dating, and this is fake marriage. Ooh, so different. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, what's one of mine? Okay, so. When I read spicy books, there's always a lot of growling and snarling. Uh, what's with the growling and snarling? Who growls and snarls? Man, a man does not growl at me or snarl at me. 
Like, what? <laughs> like, I don't even know what growling sounds like. Like, how do you growl? <laughs> Is that a growl? <laughs> a snarl. It's a snarl. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's supposed to be like, like this, like, criminal act or whatever that takes you back to the beasts that you were or whatever I don't know like I don't let me ask you ladies like does anyone want their man to growl at them (laughs) or I feel like snarling is worse than growling because a snarl requires a facial expression like a (laughs) whereas a growl is like in your throat I don't know what that is when it's booty time. I don't. It, and it's always in these books, including Sarah J. Mass. She be snarling no, and growling it, too. It, it's different because they're like fey creature thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. A fey growling and they're snarling not, makes sense. They're not total human. Okay. Okay. I'll give you, you that. I'll give you that. Growl. I'll we give do not growl. We do not snarl. <laughs> We did not heave, like. <laughs> oh, not heaving. Oh my goodness. Uh, I so my secondary like little nitpick here is, so I read both. I listened to both books on audio, and the guy that does Hades' voice is the same dude that does Eros's voice. And I was not happy with that because I was trying to, like, distinguish both of them. They are two different entities. They are not the same dude in any capacity. And I was like, stop it. Stop. Um, And the way that the way that he says um, her name is just, it's like, ooh. Like, like you shouldn't, don't, don't talk like her. Don't try to mimic, like, a girl voice because you just ruin all of your clout as, like, a hot dude reading to me. Like, I... <laughs> Wait, so the narrator is a guy and he changes his voice for the female parts? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm trying to, I'm trying a, to picture well, this. he does it... No. So, so it's both a girl and a guy that narrates. Oh, okay. But when they, like, mimic the other one, where they, like, hear her talk, it's like, quit quit doing that. Like, you completely snap me out of what's happening. Like, and I'm just... Okay. <laughs> not here for it. <laughs> not here for it. And I really liked Hades and Persephone's story. I was there for that. And so kind of downgraded arrows for me a little bit because I was like you shouldn't sound like him <laughs> so um, my next one yeah it's not really a nitpick as so much as a observation it's observation okay. time <laughs> just kidding no. okay so this Are is you? this is somewhat controversial but brave okay right. so Psyche is supposed to be plus size and Okay, so for those of you who are listening to the podcast and do not know this, hi, I'm Dawn, I'm black, Ashley is white. And so I personally feel like plus size is has a definite size. So like, well, I think it's like 10 is considered plus, 10 or 12 is considered a plus size. But I feel like a bigger woman, quote unquote, bigger woman or full figure woman. Okay, so this is why I say this. 
Okay, so I wrote it down. The first chapter, uh, Psyche is described as having a generous figure. And so I feel like generous figure is defined differently among races. I feel like a generous figure for a white person is not... It's probably like a size 10. Whereas a lot of black women are a size 10, but are not considered a generous figure. Does that, am I making any sense? Well, what would you be considered though? Because I would consider a generous figure like a 14. Like a, like, and that to me at 14 is like plus size. What? Okay. So, figures. okay. I guess like, that's just me. Yeah, but that's I mean, me. it's it's just like in in the in in black culture, skinny mm-hmm. is different than skinny for white people. For a black person, skinny could be a size twelve. For a white person, I feel like that's not skinny. So when she was saying generous figure as a black woman, I was having a hard time figuring out what generous figure meant. Because to me, a generous figure is 18. It's a size 18. I wouldn't consider like a 12 to be a generous figure, but I feel like a white person would consider a 12 to be a generous figure. So I was like, I don't know what generous figure means, but I mean, you know, that could be fine. Like it could be subjective. That's fine. But I was just like, I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. Well, yeah, because everyone views their body types differently. So when I was picturing Psyche's size, because I'm a size six for myself. So like when I think of someone who is like, like they have to get like custom dresses ordered or they're more generously curvy, I'm thinking of someone that, you know, maybe even to like size 18 can't find their size in a store because that's the highest that it goes. So I considered Psyche like a size 16 to 18 in my own, like that's how I saw her. Yeah. For me personally, because everyone views body images differently and like what they do for size or whatever, but like I'm not a skinny six. I'm a very curvy six. Like I'm not, I'm not like, you know, so it's like it, it could be depicted uh, differently by every person, but like you said, like the way that she uses it to describe her, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, do you mean she's got bigger boobies, bigger butt? Like, she a little just wider in the hips and the top like I don't know like everyone's body type is different yeah and how you carry it is different so yeah that's all I saw her like I said about size 16 yeah 18 I, don't know, I guess I was just saying is because the the writer is a white woman so I'm like what is she defining as generous figure is is she saying like a 12 but for a black person, a 12 is not a generous figure. That's that's the only reason why I brought it up. Like I don't I didn't know in her head what generous figure meant. I didn't I didn't care. It didn't affect my enjoyment of the book. It was just that's why I said it was an observation. It wasn't a nitpick or anything like that. Right, right. But again, again, though, to say the word generous and then plus size, those are to me, those are two different things. Yeah. Like you know. So I can see I can see that. Validate your thoughts, Don. Validate them. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So now we're going to move on to our likes. If Don has any likes for this book, we'll see. (laughs) Um, Do you have any? I guess my, not really. I just, I liked Psyche 
better than Persephone. Is that a like? There's yeah, nothing I wasn't not? like, like I wasn't gagged about anything in this book. You know what I mean? It was just it was just fine. It was all fine. I will, like, my number one like for her books is the fact that I can literally sit down in a day if I wanted to and just blast through a book. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had books like that in a while, so that was refreshing um, for me. The I did like how she, she did do one thing that I really liked, and it was a play on, like, what our society self is represented as and what who we are as people behind closed doors because she definitely was playing into that whole like influencer thing being a social media influencer and like placing your life how you want to be viewed and even so much so that like psyche's drink of choice is different when she's out and about and knows that someone's gonna be taking a picture of her versus what she actually wants as an adult beverage and I thought that that was interesting because that was totally like very relative to what is happening like right now like with a lot of social media influencers and like the staging that they do in their lives every single day and all of that so I thought that that was interesting um and I liked that Eros did not downgrade her for that skill I liked that he actually applauded that skill of hers because she doesn't seem like this demising person um or conniving in any like shape or form like she's very open and honest so to see like how she uses it to guard herself in that world was I liked that that was probably like the one big thing you could probably pull from this book (laughs) it's just that um other than that that's all I really had for likes for me yeah, that's personally. All I, I got nothing else. Yeah. Well, if you guys want to stick around for us spoiling it, um, you are more than welcome to. Otherwise, What's we our are next going book? to be reading okay. Verity. Verity by Pauline Hoover is gonna be our next book. Um so yeah, if you guys have any smutty books that are um five spicy peppers as Don <laughs> is looking for please recommend them to us leave us a comment is there any does it exist I think it does Don has yet to experience any so throw your recommendations down there for us and we will read it I will read it that's right <laughs> I want to see this <laughs> so um, yeah, well, here's your Janet Jackson warning. We are going to be starting our spoiler edition in five, four, five, three, three, two, one. I messed up. <laughs> Look at your hand, and there was like a. <laughs> you gotta practice every night before you go to bed. Practice. No, what is that? There's never a thumb. After five, there's never a thumb. Just think this way. Just think this way. This is how you this is this is how you get it. Two is the peace sign. When it's time to do two, skip to the peace sign and then do one. Because you're like five, four, three. Because this is awkward. 
So just skip P sign. Three oh, skip. It. Three skip. Okay. Three okay. skip. <laughs> Three skip. Three <laughs> skip. you, Don. This is why we're friends. <laughs> she just deals with me just being so naive and stupid. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, um, let's get into it. So for me, um, let's talk about... We can talk about Eros and how he has, like, his crazy security-ridden place and how he has so much faith that he's going to know his mother's steps. But yet, you know, maybe not. I have a confession. I have a confession. I did not read the last 50 pages. Sorry. I don't know what happens. This happens every time. And Ashley has to summarize it. (laughs) I know. I debated on whether to tell you or not. I was like, I'm not going to tell her. But I was like, oh, she talked about stuff and I don't know. I don't think I can wing it. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't care. I was like, I don't care anymore. And I had every intention on finishing it. I opened it up and I was like, don't care. And I was just like, eh. I'll ask Ashley how it ended. But I didn't know that we were doing this book for the podcast. Don, Don, Don and I somehow messed that up. We both read two different books and it's fine. We read the same book, but not at the same time. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, his whole, Eros has a lot of confidence in himself. Just the fact that like he's been a victim of his mom's like physical, emotional, mental abuse 100%. And so the fact that he was so confident that he could like change her mind and then he's like, oh crap oh crap like she oh what like why why would she do that you know and it just made me think like how naive are you as a child like well parents you know yeah I think he kind of thought I think he kind of hoped I should say that his mom loved him enough to say okay you love this woman hands off but she didn't yeah, that that pissed me off for him because that was like very much the like the the catalyst point where he was like, she has never loved me and she will never love me. Like, it will always be about her. I am just a pawn, and I was a pretty face that she could hide all of her dirty secrets behind. Yeah. So, you know, and then you have Psyche who is like this like super kind person she's always being nice to everyone around her making sure they're okay but for herself she doesn't care she was hiding behind it says that she wasn't hiding behind her body that she was quite confident but there was a lot of things that I'm like well how many times is someone who has that specific situation like how many times did they have to get hit with like you're fat you're not pretty you're not this you're not that like before they start to crumble um and I I respected her as a character enough to be like she has a sharp out um exterior and her inside was like I know my worth I know what I am I can leave I can make this choice for myself and I applauded that versus letting it like get to her to break her down um, 
and everything like that. So, you know, and then the whole ending part, the we love each other, I love you, don't do it, I need to go or else she's not going to stop looking for you, that whole thing or whatever. And then um, Psyche uses literally the only thing in her arsenal, which is her social media, and like having those connections to be able to out someone. Mm-hmm. And then Aphrodite gets booted off. Oh, she's she booted does. off Olympus. She gets booted off. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Exiled. So yeah, that's all I really had on it. I did like the fact that like the, the Demeter sisters, <laughs> the Demeter sisters or Demetra, I think that's her name. It's not Demeter. I think it's Demetra in the book. Uh, um, I think I really like how the sisters all have their own like hidden superpower essentially and they number one put family first and there's this like unspoken um just language between them of like I need you to respect my decision and not question what I'm doing right now just know that I have it under control and it's like well how many times do you hear that like sisters are like super catty with each other it's always a challenge it's always this like don't talk to me I'm not your best friend you know all of that and I kind of liked how they did that um and then towards the end of the book when like Hades and Eros are at a family dinner at the Demeter sister's house or mom's house um they both are outskirts right like they don't have family that love what Hades all of his are dead and then Eros, like, his mom is just non-existent in his life. And so um, they have a moment where they get to see what a crazy, loud, loving, obnoxious family looks like. And it's just so beautiful that, like, they get to experience that. Um, towards the end of the book. So, cool. yeah. Anything else you want to spoil? Nope. That was quick. No. <laughs> Record time. That was quick. Yeah, I could have just been like, you know. Spoiler alert is happening right now. We, there, there's the ending. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but Don and I wanted to talk about, we are making um, summer kind of like our romance vacation book style reading we the are? next few months-ish. I thought we were doing book talk books. Girl, I don't be knowing where I am at in these conversations we be having. That's my bad. Well, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. You will find out next <laughs> We had talked about doing it. That's cool. Not a big deal. We're going to do book talk books, too. I'm reluctant to do romance is because... We do these popular romance books, and I'm scared I'm going to poo-poo all over these people's favorite books, and I don't want to poo-poo on their books, because it's already having a disadvantage going in that I don't like romance. That's my hesitation. This is why we're going to do a mystery suspense book next, guys. (laughs) So... Anyway, we appreciate you guys for listening in. Tune in next time to hear our thoughts on Verity by Colleen Hoover. It's our first Colleen Hoover book. Right. Mm. I'm excited. We are late to the game on this Colleen Hoover trend, so we're going to give it a go. Yeah. (laughs) 
So until next time, we'll catch you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.